Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much, and welcome. Well, we have an open line right at the end of the hour. I finished a call up, and I didn't uh, didn't have time, didn't take time to give the phone number, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike is telling me that as soon as he hits open to clear a line, it fills today. This is really wonderful. Thank you for that. Gardening is a great hobby, and this is the greatest of days today. The weather is just so beautiful outside. So let's talk about the plants at your place. I'm here until 3 today. Uh, We will uh, uh, take the last call a little before 2.45. have a birding feature that comes up about that time. So looking forward to that very much. Uh, Also, I'm on the air tomorrow. Mike Bass and I move down the hall and downstairs uh, to a WBAP, and that will be 8 until 10 tomorrow morning. And um, so I hope that uh, you will join us there, 8.20 on the AM dial. And uh, so come on come on over there, and uh, then you can come back to KLAF immediately thereafter. That's tomorrow morning, 8 until 10 on 8.20 AM. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines right now. Well, let's see, I need to mention to you Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. That'll keep me right on schedule, and then we'll go back to the phones. I am really proud to tell you about Wortham Brothers. They are the, uh, the best it gets. Texas premier roofing contractor serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. They have the experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed. You know what? That actually is now more like uh, 100,000 roofs installed and we're one of those you know when you do a roof at a time have you ever put a roof on a house do you ever do one? Oh my goodness that's a lot of work and they have done a hundred thousand roofs since 1986 when they started it's a second generation family business and and uh, they are the best uh, in North Texas they do composition roofs clay and concrete tile metal slate newer residential re-roofing they do them all and um so I hope that you'll give them a call and let them come out and, and show you what they can do and, and tell you what it would cost. If you think you have hail or wind damage, they can look at your roof and see if indeed there is a problem. It's been hail already around North Texas a couple of times this spring. Uh, before you go very far into this, don't forget to have them come and, and uh, make sure that uh, that uh, you don't have damage. You need to ma- make sure so that you can file a claim if you need to. Uh, a lot of us, mere mortal people, don't have any idea when we look at a roof if there's damage there. They know what they're looking for. Uh, they can uh, they can do any kind of a roof. They even do flat roofs, in fact. They are the roofing company. It's built on integrity, quality, and innovation. They are the roofing company. I'm proud to recommend, and they are the roofing company that replaced our roof four years ago This uh, this right now, this month. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, serving all of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and beyond. So call them today at 972-562-5788. That's wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Valspar paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, very much. He is one of the leaders among all of the Ace Hardware dealers and and uh, very respected, certainly by me, very highly respected. Let's go back to the phone lines now. Let's go to Ray in Carrollton. Ray, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi Neil, glad Hi to there. hear. How can you. I help? So I uh, I have a sloping backyard, and my question is: in the sloping backyard, if there's a lot of water moving through that yard, will it wash the grass out? Grass is the one of the probably the best uh, means of of stopping erosion. How long has the grass been there? Um, oh, two or three years. Yeah, at least. All right, and do you see any active erosion anywhere? Well, I just see that the uh, the ground, the grass has actually disappeared in a lot of areas. Now it is partial sun. It's St. Augustine. 
All right. At one time, it thrived back there, and then for reasons which are unclear to me, it started disappearing. All right. Do you have shade trees? I have crepe myrtles, and they're right. very tall. I don't cut them. Good. Good for you. Are they in the area where the grass has thinned and died? Well, they're adjacent to it. Well, let me... Let so me... let's say the, uh, the trees are on the east border and the southern border of this area, and then uh, the, uh, the north and west are open most of the day. Well, you don't get any direct sun from the north. Uh, let me quit dancing around the, the sure. issue. Is there any chance that this area is not getting enough sunlight? Because if that's the case, then the grass isn't going to grow there. It's possible. Yeah. It's just like I told Marty the first call of my program today, about an hour ago right now. This is the number one question I'm asked, and, and it's, it is really heavily weighted towards springtime when people realize, oh, my gosh, I don't think my lawn's there anymore. Uh, what what I have used in our in our landscape, in fact, uh, page ninety eight of my book that I've been doing the ads for, and page one forty three, which I just ordered. Well, you'll see. Thank you. You'll see. Uh, you'll see our backyard uh, when you're sitting there oh. self publishing your own book and taking your own photos that you're going to use in your book. You go out in your yard and take the photos, and those are both photos from our yard showing mondo grass, monkey grass, which is not a turf grass; it's a ground cover. But it holds the soil tenaciously. I have used it in other parts of our 11 acres just as a rough use. Uh, hold the soil before it goes, before it erodes into the creek um, uh, ground cover. And it has done a fabulous job of doing that. So that would be what I would recommend if you're concerned about, about erosion and, and runoff. Um, and if it is shaded, if it's, if it's a heavily shaded area or even, uh, if, if it's if it's too shady for St. Augustine, then you're going to have to go do a ground cover. And if you're concerned about erosion, that would be the ground cover to use. If you, if it's just too shady for St. Augustine on flatland, then you have other ground covers from which you could choose. But but if if erosion is a, a part of the picture, then mondo grass would be my my recommendation. Okay, and I did hear that call earlier. If yeah. I may ask you one more quick question. Sure, sure. I have a lot of Asian jasmine around my home, and I was thinking about converting this area to ground cover. Can Asian jasmine be cultivated if I can clip it and root it? It's it's awfully hard to propagate. I've as much as I do plant propagation, and as dedicated to doing that as a as I was as a teenager, I never had good luck with it. I even had a propagation bench. I used rooting hormone. I, it just it never worked very well for me. Of all the ground covers, it was always the most difficult for me. I would encourage you to buy it. It's it's uh, not terribly expensive, and you'll save yourself eight or ten months or a year, and a lot a lot of frustration. It doesn't transplant at all because it doesn't root into the ground. And if you if you want to propagate it from cuttings, that's certainly how it's grown, but but not by Neil. <laughs> I understand. I appreciate that. Sure. And uh, and uh, just a quick OH to you. Oh, I, I oh, I'm sorry. I was asleep yes. at the switch there. Excuse me. I know it, it came out of the blue there. <laughs> out of nowhere. That's right. Have a great day. Where are you from in Ohio? Um, Fort Clinton. All right. Good deal. It's a beautiful state. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too, Neil. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right, let's see. We will come back and go to Scott in Dallas in just a moment. So I uh, transferred from Texas A&M College Station where I grew up to Ohio State, and the OH with the the response of uh, IO came after I left and came back down here. And so I have to get tuned back in again a little bit. I'm I'm not rusty. I just didn't know it. And... uh, so we went back for one of the Ohio State football games seven or eight years ago, and and I, I learned I got to learn this. So I uh, took Howdy with me from Texas A&M to the Oval at Ohio State and tried that one once on somebody. I tried that once, and they don't speak Howdy on the Oval at Ohio State. <laughs> Nor did I after that. 
I have an unexpected opportunity for you on Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, the fifth printing. The fifth printing is only thirty-two ninety-five, and it has been thirty-six ninety-five, and the sixth printing will be thirty-eight ninety-five. And I'll tell you why I've cut the price. I'll tell you exactly why. Got the call. Uh, I keep saying call. I got the uh, email from the printer last week saying we're back on the presses. We finally got, after a five-month delay in paper supply, finally got the paper. And so the, the book is, the sixth printing of the book is back on the presses. It will go from the presses to uh, the bookbindery, uh, Universal Bookbindery in downtown San Antonio, sometime in the next two or three weeks. I don't know when exactly. I haven't checked. But then about a month later, it will be finished, and I'll get my first uh, shipment and uh, they will go into the warehouse, the extras. There will be a, a big number. I've ordered plenty. and uh, But they need the room, and they need to have me get the fifth printing out of the way. So I'm taking the last of those. I'm taking delivery uh, three days from now on Tuesday of all remaining copies of the fifth printing. And I decided, okay, going to clear them out as fast as I can, Thirty-two ninety-five. Get it while you can, folks. Now, there, yes, it is not exactly the same as a sixth printing. There are two paragraphs that are different. They deal with the, the February 2021 cold spell and how the plant hardiness zone map uh, of uh, 1990 reflects that much better than the 2012 uh, uh, hardiness zone map does. And that's it. It's just, it's just that little minor uh, difference. And I'd already kind of addressed it anyway. So if you want to save and get the lowest price you're going to have a chance to get, uh, you'll get that. The rest of the book is exactly the same. You get it by calling my office, Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. All they have is the old cowboy boot book from 1991, Please don't waste your money on that one at this point. This is so much better. It's written for every county in Texas. It covers every aspect of uh, landscapes, lawns, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. The, uh, the better way to get it is to order it from my website right now. And uh, that's 24-7. And you can even learn more about the book on the website. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lance create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lance Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LenseLighting.com. LenseLighting.com. They are great. That's what we have in our trees. Let me tell you right now about Baylor Scott & White Health. They have meant so much to our family for so many years, 17 years, uh, since they uh, saved our daughter's life back in 2005. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people. These are the people who keep us happy and healthy. There are beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you to Baylor Scott and White for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but there you've been, showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy all along the way. What a journey that has been. Thank you for getting us through. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways you can show your appreciation to the front line. You need to get vaccinated if that's appropriate for you. If you're still one of the few remaining ones uh, of, of us who have not, I've been vaccinated, I got our booster actually got a prescription, got it about two days before the, the government said it's okay now. And uh, our second booster, wear your mask when you're in one of the healthcare facilities. They want us to, and, and with flu and everything else going around, that only stands to reason. Those are great ways we can show our support and, and let the healthcare workers know that they are appreciated. They've had a hard time. They're humans, too, and they have families, too. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you have done to keep us all safe. So join me, please, one more time. Thank you. 
I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jablo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. We're your source for those great home improvement and lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. That may be the last time you'll hear that rejoinder. I don't know if I'll get them all edited in time for next week. Probably won't. You may hear it one more time. Bill has a fourth store, and I'll be joining with all the Ace Hardware folks this week and recording a new batch of uh, rejoinders. There are 40 of those stores now, so that's uh, that's great. Bill has four of them now. Uh, let's go uh, back to our phone lines. Let's go to Scott in Dallas. Scott, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yeah, I've got a couple of different types of palm trees I'm dealing with, and I was uh, we were talking about needing to fertilize them, and I was wondering, do uh, we need to use palm food or just any lawn food would be fine? I, they're well, nearly a grass anyway, aren't they? No, they're not a grass, uh, but uh, you want leaves uh, on them, and, and that would be the same as uh, you would want on a grass or on shade trees. The uh, truth of it is that all of our plants pretty much, I guess there might be an exception. I can't think of anything that comes to mind. Uh, really need a very high nitrogen or all nitrogen fertilizer uh, in, in the North Texas area. And so what you use for your turf grass would be fine for palms. Just make sure that it has no weed killer mixed in with it. It just needs to be a lawn food. And there's no reason to have a different fertilizer for every plant that you're growing. That's uh, one of the marketing ideas that that some companies have had is we'll have a different fertilizer for each each type of plant. Occasionally that's not a bad idea um, if you have a plant. Yeah, they had more potassium, I think, the form, the, you know, it was like a, Two to one, two zero one, type of balance, you know. Yeah, that's not really terribly critical, one way or the other. That's why I didn't think so either. So, can you help me identify these? I've got two different palms. Uh, I I can't do that over over a phone call. Yeah, Scott, I can't do that over a phone call. They're hard to identify in the first place. Um, I'm, I'm not the palm expert. As I wrote that part of my book, I got some help anyway. I'll, I'll be honest in telling you. Yeah. Uh, if you I, have I, my I book, you can some palmettos, but up. yeah, I avoid them myself. I, well, I don't avoid them. I love them, but I just have to make sure that I'm identifying things properly. Uh, if you have the book that I just did the ad for, there are some good photos that I took. I, I do. Yeah, well, look at that. It's a two-page, uh, actually three-page. I've got all. I've got all three editions of your book. The the, the one before the boot book. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I well, memorized that when I was about fourteen. I think. No. <laughs> It, I've been doing this for a while. You make me feel yes, old. Sir. Yeah. But anyway, that would be, that would be a good starting point. And, and if you can go back where you bought them, they can, they can help you too. Um, but, oh, but describing I don't know where, them where is these came from, but anyway. Yeah. But they're, anyway, they do well. I, I think these might be a little freeze tender, but we're on a creek and with a big swimming pool. And I think we're, you know, we're in a little, Microsystem that's a little more tolerant than average, but uh, there aren't there aren't many that made it through February of 2021. My palmettos did the sables. Uh, I love my palmettos because they have made it through some awful weather, but not many others did last year. Yeah, we have two kinds. One's I think the windmill. It's a darker green, smaller yes, leaf. Sir. You know, relative to the trunk tree one, it did great. These others are shaggier. They've got you know discrete palm heads. But uh, but they're just shaggy and they're moppier relative to the other trees. But uh, they they had some damage, but nothing you know, just tip damage sort of thing. But they well, your other your other option really well. your other option would be to get into a, a nursery during the summer. They're going to get their supplies in during the summer, and um, uh, and and see if you can match them up. Uh, some of the the really good nurserymen, especially if you can talk to a, a I'll tell you somebody who is good on palms. Uh, I believe his name is Leo, is the owner of uh, uh, Palms of North Texas, uh, or North Texas Palms, I'm not sure which it is, very near uh, Baylor Scott and White uh, Hospital in McKinney. That's where I took some of the photos that I had, and he and I worked on a project together, a memorial planting, a year ago. He has just moved off 380 around the corner at Lake Forest and, and 380, and uh, he he specializes in palms. He could help you if you had photos and if you're ever up in, in Collin County. So, oh, we're anyway. fortunate not trying to match them, just, just trying to keep them strong I and I understand. Bigger. Well, that's the best yeah. I have for you. 
<laughs> well, I appreciate you. You take care. All right. Have a good day. Thank you, Scott. All right, let's see where we are. Let's go to uh, Ann in Rockwall. And then I, let me give the phone numbers again because uh, we have uh, now two lines open at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Ann, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I am wanting to get connected with a garden club, and I'm really having a hard time. I am not an expert as far as landscaping. I don't know what to plant. I want flowers. I just want things that are going to grow, and I think it'd also be a great networking opportunity, social outlets. I just want my yard to look nice, Mm -hmm. and I'm not that, uh, I haven't lived here that long, so I'm counting on you. Well, that uh, puts pressure on me. I'll, I'll tell you some of the places I would call. I don't know right off the top of my head the, the garden clubs of Rockwall. Uh, I would uh, I would search. I would Google uh, Rockwall Garden Club, see if there is a garden club in Rockwall. There very well may be. Uh, I would contact the county extension office in Rockwall County and ask if they have uh, knowledge. I know when I worked in the Dallas County Extension Office, I worked with a lot of garden clubs. Uh, Rockwall County is um, has historically been one of the smallest county extension offices in the state, but not any longer with all the growth that there has been. So that would be a second place to look, and, and that would be a logical place to ask. Um, okay. and, and you would look that up under Texas AgriLife Extension. Uh, AgriLife is one word. Um, so okay. that would be a second. I would uh, also uh, look at a local independent garden center. Uh, and ask if they are aware of any garden clubs that that uh, uh, are active in the area, and and probably one that you could check with would be Covington's in Rowlett. It's just across the the lake, and uh, I they, asked, go ahead. They weren't much help. Well, talk to talk to Joe Covington. He is there almost all the time, except on Thursdays, and uh, he he would be as likely to know as anybody. He's been there fifty years, and he uh, knows the lay of the land very very well he's a very amiable person so well, that would be open even to uh you know people uh homeowners who would love to be taking uh, a newbie under their wing i'm you know i'm good at bartering well there there are organizations uh, that that would be uh there there are garden clubs that would be uh, happy to have you as a member i'm sure i don't i don't work with the garden clubs quite as much as i do the the um, your your uh, newcomers association would know. Um, let me let me just do a little bit of searching and see what I can find. I'll do that once I get off the air. Not today. I have a, a really nice thing coming up right after I get off the air today. But uh, I'll see what I can find. I would. I don't think it'll be that hard. There will be many many garden clubs depending on what your interests are. All righty. Well, I'll call you back and find out what you find out. I can do that. Thanks for the call very, very much. All right. Take care. Ace Hardware, the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I want to start with their special for you so you'll know exactly what you can get because this is a really good deal for you. Well, this one is on Miracle Grow. They had they had a, one of their own house products on last hour. This is a different special, but it's a really good one as well because this is Miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix, two cubic foot bags. Uh, they're normally fifteen ninety nine. You save three dollars with your Ace Rewards card. You pay only twelve ninety nine. There is a limit of sixty bags. That's that's quite a big limit. You can beautify your potted flowers with Miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months. It protects against over and under watering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than a basic potting soil so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants twice as big versus unfed plants. Ace stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of your community. That's what sets them apart, the fact that they are not some big national chain. They are locally owned and operated stores by people who know the weather and know the soils and know the everything else that needs to be known about your community. Ace is the place with people who want you to succeed and who will work right alongside you to make sure that you do. 
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information. 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. Neil Spray's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email box Thursdays right after 6 p.m. There are five stories in each eGardens. One of them is a, a featured plant of that week, something that is at peak that week, either in, uh, in produce or in beauty or whatever, uh, something that you need to know about for that weekend. Uh, the, another story is always going to be a featured question of the week, something that is being asked of me time and time again. And uh, then the third thing that you'll always count on is gardening this weekend, where I point out uh, something that uh, the the 10 or 12 things that are most timely that you need to accomplish in the ensuing three or four days. That way you can plan what you need to buy on Friday, have it ready for Friday evening, Saturday, and Sunday. That's why we do eGardens like an old-fashioned garden section. You can see what it looks like by going to the page on my website where you sign up for it. We always leave the most recent issue archived right there. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. While you're at my website, take a look at the book offer that's a fabulous sale price on my book and that's at neilsperry.com i hope you'll look for e-gardens click on that e-gardens tab and i'll be watching for you neilsperry's e-gardens at n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com it's time now for a little bitty garden tip i think you'll find it useful We're addressing some of the common landscaping dilemmas. We all have them as we garden in the Lone Star State. You're just a part of society. You're going to have dilemmas. What do you do if you've been blessed with a telephone pole or a gas meter in your landscape? Most landscape architects suggest that you try to get it relocated, and that's probably not going to work, but at least you can try. Failing at that, then you leave it alone. Don't landscape around it. They're parts of everyone's life, so we're all accustomed to seeing them. Our eyes just kind of glance over them without thinking a second thing about it. Don't do anything that would draw undue attention to it, however, and above all, don't try to beautify it with a flower bed or a vine crawling up the pole. Simply run the lawn grass right up against it and leave it alone. It's kind of like a toilet. It's not something you necessarily want to decorate and show off, but we all know they're there. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right, sir, thank you very, very much. And uh, let me uh, tell you right now about Whiskey Stone. I mentioned after the recorded ad last hour, what a great day to go to uh, Whiskey Stone. They're on Monday through Saturday, and, and they are a destination stone yard. You go out there, you will love what you get to see. You'll enjoy the people as well. Mike and Derek Wisnan and all of their team at Whiskey Stone. Since 1983, they have been helping gardeners finish off their landscapes in great class and style. 22 acres of beautiful stone. The largest hardscape selection anywhere in Texas, including natural stone for building and landscaping projects. 22 acres of boulders and flagstone and and paving, well, pavestone, interlocking concrete pavers, and a stone for patios and, and walks, pool decking. They have river, rock, and decorative gravel of all kinds. They can deliver any product anywhere in the U.S. Visit the experts at Whiskey Stone at their display gardens at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Take photographs of your landscape with measurements of the project you're trying to accomplish. They'll help you. Uh, they'll 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 know how much to order. They can schedule that delivery. By the way, don't be surprised. I'm kind of softening this ahead of time so that they don't deliver this message to you. Expect to buy 10 to 15% overage because you need that. Uh, just stone is not a, it, it's not jigsaw puzzle pieces that are pre-cut. And so you need a little bit of overage, a little bit of waste to make sure that you have enough stone. You'll find a use for it. Trust me, I know. I've been doing this for a long time. Here's their phone number at Whiskey Stone. It's 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. They're at 4501 Loop 8. 
820 South. Let's try that again. 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's in Southeast Fort Worth. The website is whiz-q.com. It's Whiskey Stone. It's a non-stop news cycle. Oh, Richard! Oh, wow! This man cannot remain power. Your government has been trying to walk that back. Number one, I'm not walking anything back. President Putin's invasion of Ukraine. They are not retreating from Kiev. Putin's price hike has driven up gas prices and food prices. Uptick in COVID-19 infections. The release of one million barrels per day. Title 42 to expire. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. And they have Traeger grills. Take the grilling skill to the next level with the Traeger Ironwood 885 wood pellet grill. Ironwood D2 controllers with Wi-Fi technology. Super smoke mode lets you amp up the wood-fired flavor. Turbo temp, grill guide, and D2 drivetrain for faster heating. This grill is taking wood-fired cooking to a whole new level. Let me tell you, the, the, the fans for the Traeger grills are just incredible. The recipes you'll find online are just incredible. My wife loves our Traeger Ironwood 885 wood pellet grill. Pellets of all different flavors. And she can work it off her iPad. She is our cook. I, I tell you, most guys do the barbecuing Neil does not. So I have failed as a husband in that respect. Lynn loves to cook, and she loves her Traeger very, very much. Ace will help you with your Traeger grill. They have Traeger grills at every one of the Ace stores. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You'll love shopping at Ace. You'll love your Traeger grill. And uh, let them show you what they have in options. We like ours so much, we bought our son Todd one as a birthday present two or three years ago. And uh, you will, too. You'll love it. Traeger Ironwood 885 Wood Pellet Grill from Ace Hardware. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Wood Fire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. Oh, wasn't that convenient? How about that? Let's go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Joe in Wiley. Joe, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Just perfectly. Okay. Well, I just had my hearing aids in, so I got to have it on. The... Anyway, long story short, uh, my wife put out some bird feeders, and she likes to feed the birds. And so there was a lot of seed that landed in my St. Augustine. And uh, I got the big green patch up underneath the uh, bird feeder now. Mm-hmm. Will St. Augustine choke that out a little bit? Well, yeah, and mowing and hot weather will choke it out also. It'll be gone. I wouldn't worry no. about it. You might want to switch over to a different kind of bird seed uh, next time around. Um, if you go to the oil-type black sunflower seed, um, they won't be as likely to kick that out. That's probably millet, and they, that's the, the regular millet that's used in a lot of the less expensive bird seeds, bird feeds. Um, the birds don't like it as much, and they just kind of shove it aside and out of the feeder. Uh- Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Because I mean, well, I see a lot of them <laughs> in the in the grass picking it out. You know, and that's, they're right. picking out the stuff and leaving the others. Yeah, you'll have uh, ground feeders that come along and pick uh, pick up what the 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 uh, the uh, bird feeder uh, birds uh, don't want. But you still get a lot of germination. But if you go to the oil-type sunflower seed, there'd be a lot less germination. And sunflowers, when they germinate, are really easy to get rid of. You just mow them once, and they don't come back. Excellent. That's very good. Wealth of wisdom there. Well, a lot of experience. <laughs> anyway, I hope that hope that helps. But your, your millet will be gone pretty quickly. 
Okay, okay. I thought about taking the bag of it and putting it down in the alley on the neighbor's side where he got all the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's going to be gone real quick. Then... Yeah, it's not going to last very long. Well, okay. I appreciate well, your call, right. Joe. Have a good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Greg and Richardson. Greg, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you, sir. What can I do to help? I am planting some potatoes. Ooh. And I need to know how far deep it goes and all that stuff. I've got a bunch of seedling potatoes, some golden potatoes, and the other ones I think called Sarimento or something like that. All right. Um, well, you would you would plant them. Boy, good luck! It's awfully late to be planting them. They should have yeah. been in about the middle of February. I was afraid with these freezes that we were having that it was going to kill them all. Well, yeah, but the hot weather is even more likely to happen than than freezes are. Oh, so man. you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't want to take a chance on, on, uh, waiting too long. Uh, you would you would plant them in well prepared soil. You want to okay. you, you want to work up the soil really loose, and then uh, uh, dig trenches. The trenches okay. are going to be probably. Oh, six or eight inches deep in in well prepared soil, okay. and um, then uh, you'll you'll have rows maybe about three feet apart, and you'll put the plants oh the the uh, the pieces of a potato. Now I don't right. I don't plant individual eyes. I'll have a I'll probably have three or four eyes on each uh, each piece of a potato, okay. and I'll I'll plant those about ten inches apart in the in the rows. And I'll plant them several inches deep, three or four inches deep. Uh, I'll pull soil up around them as they as they start to grow. And I, it, you know, it's certainly worth uh, going ahead and doing now, although it's it's so late. I, I really worry that you'll hit hot weather before you get any any crop. But um, it, it might it might be a cool, moist, late spring. You never know. But uh, and then the guy told me to put hay over it too. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That will help keep moisture in and might to moderate the temperature a little bit but just uh, mark your calendar next year to to get them planted oh, yeah. much much earlier yeah that i will do and thank you very much for your time sir have a good you're weekend. welcome you bet thanks for the call very much take care let's uh, go to zeke in arlington be my last call and then we will uh, take our last break and have uh, a birding tip for you coming up in just a moment zeke this is neil good afternoon good afternoon neil hope you're doing well doing great thank you yeah. sir what can i do to help I've got about 40 flower pots that I utilize every year, and I'm wondering the soil that I've used for last year and some even two years now, is there anything I can do to energize that soil? Is it, has it lost a lot of its nutrient? And if so, what's something I could, I could put in it to uh, invigorate it instead of dumping it all out and putting all brand-new uh, potting soil in? Soil doesn't lose its nutrients. They, uh, they are still there, and you're adding nutrients anyway with, with fertilizers. Um, in, in fact, if anything, minerals accumulate in the soil. Uh, what it will lose is its organic matter. And so at a minimum, what I would do is take it all out of the pots and put it into a wheelbarrow and, and mix in some new organic matter with it and uh, loosen it up a good bit. I, uh, I, I would use sphagnum peat moss and maybe, uh, well, that's, that's the bulk of what I would use. What I do with mine, however, Zeke, is I will, um, if I have small to mid-sized pots, I will take it out of those pots and because I have a lot of very large pots, 20 inches in diameter or so, and I will use that that leftover soil i will i will spruce it up with more organic matter and then i will use it in my big pots with with tougher more aggressive plants that i'm going to put in those and uh, or i'll put it into my flower beds or vegetable garden i I don't put it back into the small pots the small pots get the the grade a plus 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 uh potting soil the fresh brand new potting soil whatever because usually the smaller more delicate plants are in those smaller pots so right. I don't know okay. if that makes any sense, but but I want the best yeah, soil that I have in in the smaller pots. Okay, well, great. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You bet. When I when I mix a potting soil, I want a lot of organic matter in it. Uh, I'll mix uh, probably 
a 40 or 50 percent sphagnum peat moss, uh, maybe 20 percent, 15 to 20 percent pine bark mulch, uh, 15 percent perlite, um, and and uh, maybe 15 percent expanded shale. Uh, I don't know that that's even close to 100 percent. I probably use more uh, uh, sphagnum peat moss than I just indicated. But the uh, the expanded shale will give weight to the potting soil so that I have ballast on the pot so they don't blow over as easily. And um, then if I'm growing cacti and succulents, as I do, I have a lot of them, I will use more of the expanded shale. If I'm growing ferns in some of the pots, I'll add more organic matter and less expanded shale. But anyway, that's that's kind of how I do the smaller pots. And then from that point on, I recycle as I described. Hey, I appreciate your call very, very much. Let me tell you about my book, folks, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I want to go back to the vegetable chapter, chapter uh, uh, 11 of the 11 chapters. It has a planting chart in great detail, in great, great detail. I spent days doing this chart telling you all the different vegetables, even the exotic ones on rutabagas and parsnips and everything, telling you how far apart to plant them, what dates to plant them relative to your average date of last killing freeze, uh, how far the roots, uh, the rows should be apart, um, how tall the plants grow, uh, everything that you need to, to know. And, and so if you're trying to be successful with vegetable garden, it's there in that chapter. I spent a year writing this book. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening. Chapter 2 is the calendar, 48 pages of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing. And then chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. So there you go. It's all there. Book is back on the presses finally after a five-month delay. The fifth printing, the sixth printing will be finished uh, and sent off to the bindery sometime in the next couple of weeks. And then after a month or so after that, I'll get the sixth printing. But in the meanwhile, I've got to sell the fifth printing and get, get them all out of the warehouse. And so I'm taking delivery of the last remaining copies of the fifth printing on Tuesday, selling them to you at a great discount of $32.95. It will be $38.95 when I get the sixth printing. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll give you a full refund, and each book goes out signed. I'll be signing like a maniac this coming week. Only while I have the fifth printing will you get this special price. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. The two ways you can order are from my office by calling Monday through Friday business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order off my website right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Thank you, sir. They are the best. Let me tell you about another company that's the best, and they have the awards to prove it. That's Arborological Services. Say it with me. Arborological. You can do that. They are the experts your trees deserve. In fact, their website is arborological.com. Their phone number makes them sound like some big national um, uh, a company, but they're not. They're strictly local. 866 552 7267 866-552-7267 arborological.com on facebook their arborological services inc twitter at the tree experts now they have 12 international society of arboriculture certified arborists college degreed plant pathologists horticulturists and foresters and three of their people have been selected as texas arborists of the year that award is given to one person per year they have three of them that's that's just incredible 
Miguel Pastanez is an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion. That competition's coming up again in the next couple of months, and we'll see how it goes again. He is just fabulous. He leads the crew that comes to our house to work on our trees. Now, whether you need complete tree management of your uh, valuable trees at your home or whether you need some kind of heroic uh, uh, uh action on some of your trees, maybe even damage assessment and appraisal consultation testifying. They do it all. Again, that phone number, Arborological Services, 866-552-7267, arborological.com, Arborological Services. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, Ace Hardware dealers this week. We have a a nice uh, time scheduled together. That's going to be fun. Look forward to our report back next week. I am joined right now by our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. It's a historic, beautiful church in downtown McKinney. And I would only imagine if I were a pastor, it would be fun to preach from that pulpit. Tommy, how are you this afternoon? Oh, Neil, you are correct. I'm well today, and it is a joy to preach in the beautiful sanctuary at First United Methodist Church downtown. That's a gorgeous facility, the beautiful old building and beautiful stained glass. Just a, a great place. Uh, we are right uh, in the, not in the middle, we're past the middle of Lent. Tell us, uh, tell us what your sermon tomorrow is all about. So we're coming forward and we're talking about Acts 2.42 and what it means to witness uh, to the love of God in Jesus Christ. So we're going to we're going to talk about the blessing that it, it that is, and and what it means to share, and what are the easy ways to share that witness. And we'll be leading right up. And then next Sunday is Palm Sunday, and then Easter. And Tommy, for the first time in three years, we may have a normal Easter. If if Easter can be normal, as 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 hard as you have to work on Easter Sunday, it may be back to normal. Thank goodness. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we're, we're excited. We're making big plans for Palm Sunday, for our Easter egg hunts, for, um, for Holy Week, and then to celebrate the resurrection on Easter. It's going to be beautiful, Neil, and, and I just invite anyone who has a desire to come. You can join us in person. You can join us online at sharingtheheart.org. Yes, sharingtheheart.org, and, and you need to hear Tommy preach and you need to hear the music of our church. You need to hear all of it, and it's always best in person. So anyway, um, so you're going to talk about hummingbirds a little bit and the fact oh that gosh. they are back. and They are here, yes. Do you have your feeder yes. out? Yes, I do. I do. I, I've only got one feeder out. I'm, I'm getting my house painted, so I'm, I'm a little behind. I don't want to put my feeders out while they're painting my house. So I've got one in the far back of my yard uh, just for the hummingbirds to come in. And, and right now it's April. That's that's when the hummingbirds are here. I've seen them here on Church Street. Uh, they are in McKinney. So uh, if you if you have the ability, get your hummingbird feeders cleaned out and, uh, and put out. If you don't have a hummingbird feeder, uh, Birdie at Wild Birds should be glad to hook you up and get you one. And, uh, but the little hummingbirds are coming back through, and it's going to be fun to watch them again this year. And what is the mixture? Four to one. Four parts water to one part sugar. You can just use regular sugar like you get at the grocery store. Uh, you don't have to boil it. You don't have. You can, you can just mix it. Uh, you don't want to put food coloring in it. You just It's just sugar and water, and that's what the little hummingbirds love. And how often are you changing it right now, Tommy, with the cooler weather right now? Uh, you know, I, I put it out last week, so I'm going to change it here in a little bit this afternoon. Uh, and so, you know, you keep an eye on it, and you can tell if it starts to turn just a little, get a little cloudy, get a little dirty. You don't want it to do that. You want to keep it clean. You want to make sure mold doesn't grow in there. But um, right now, about once every, you know, 10 days, uh, and as it gets hotter uh, in the summer, then then you're going to need to do that more regularly. About every three or four days at the most. Yes, three sir. Days what I yes, use. sir. That's right. I have that little pipe yep. cleaner that, that Bertie has that cleans all the, the orifices. 
it's a it's a it, it's a labor of love to to feed the, yes, it is. the hummingbirds. <laughs> yes, it, is. it is really fun. We have two of the high perch feeders, and we put them about twenty feet apart, and it's fun to watch them go back and forth between them. All right. So oh, last yeah. weekend, do you want to do you want to talk about what we talked about last week, or do you want to go some other direction? No, sure. You asked me last week about about Ukraine, and and I just want to respond to that because we were right at the end, and uh, mm-hmm. time was running out on us. Uh, and just say there are a lot of ways to support uh, Ukraine right now and the Ukrainian people. Uh, and one of the best ways uh, in our church family is through an organization called the United Methodist Committee on Relief. And it does uh, work with, with poverty, disaster relief, and refugee situations around the world. And UMCOR, as we call it, the United Methodist Committee on Relief, is already engaged on the border of Ukraine receiving people. And they work through the local United Methodist churches. There are United Methodist churches in Poland and Ukraine and all of those bordering countries there. And, uh, Neil, our church has already sent, I don't know, $30,000 so far. People Wonderful. keep giving to that. And um, and that's a, a, a trusted way to give. But there's lots of organizations that are involved. And, and right now, uh, money is the thing that helps, right? Money is liquid. It moves quickly. Uh, and that's that's what people need uh, to, to try to respond to this humanitarian crisis. What an awful situation. It's unbelievable. That, Absolutely. I, and I just can't figure it out. Just can't figure it out. It's, it's really an evil situation. And, and so we pray for the people of Ukraine and we pray for uh, sanity amongst leaders. Uh, but, but right now to respond with compassion is deeply needed. When they cross the border and you see their faces, they are smiling. They are supporting one another. Yes, they are crying, but they are, they look like sweet, uh, innocent, happy people. And you just want to hug them even even though you're watching through a TV screen. It's just yeah. so moving, so touching. And then you see the cities and, and what they have in, encountered. It's just unbelievable, Tommy. I never talk politics on my program. I made a promise to myself and to my audience I never would. This is as close as it comes. But it's about these people. And so uh, if you're going to give, folks, make sure make sure that the uh, the receiving arm that you're giving to which you're giving is is secure and safe. And if it isn't going to be the one that Tommy mentioned, make sure it's a credible one. That's the, the main thing. Tell us again, oh, the Methodist Church, tell us. How so it's the, it's the United Methodist Committee on Relief, but UNICEF, I mean, the Red Cross, is, I mean, there are lots of good organizations that are working and responding. Uh, and I think the thing to remember is wherever there is suffering, wherever it is in the world, we're called to respond with compassion. Yes, oh, we I are. hear the music, Neil. You hear the music, Tommy. All right, time to dance. All right, there you go. <laughs> Folks, it's uh, sharingtheheart.org, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. We talk birds. Normally, we got into a little bit of politics. That's okay. Hope you have a great week. Tommy Brummett, thank you, sir. Pastor Tommy Brummett. Until next week, thanks for listening. Happy gardening.